Now let's talk podcasts. Alex Barnes joins me now. Oh, wait. Hang on a second. That's Dr. Alex Barnes. Hello there. Thanks for that. Hi, Jesse. Karawe, you got a new title. Yeah, yeah, it's one title. You know, there are a few titles, but uh, it's my latest one. You finished your PhD. It's my latest title. Yeah, yeah, PhD. Yeah, I'm, I'm graduating in December, so it feels really good. It feels good to be here, man. Remind me what your uh, topic of your thesis was. Uh, my topic focused on get ready for it. Uh, co-governance and education. <laughs> oh, wow, interesting. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's topical, and I worked with a secondary school that has a co-governance uh, yeah. structure and approach, and basically it was like, we got this idea, what's it like in life? Like, how, what, are you, what are we learning from, from trying this thing out? And, um, of course, it's not new. It's been around for a while, the idea. But, um, yeah, so it was, it was great, man. I'm very thankful to marinate on the ideas and to work with the people I worked with. Yeah, and, uh, and, and without without intending to get political here, a lot of the commentary around co-governance in the last few years seemed to be that people were arguing about it without actually really ever defining or talking about what it was they were arguing about. Do you think that's fair? I think that's fair. Uh, it's partly why, I mean... When arguing about the vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, part of the reason why I did the work is to just provide more evidence and contribute to that discussion and yeah, say, cool. this, this is how it looks here, but it can change. It can be different in different places. Essentially, it's about how we share power, what, what's good, what's hard. And, um, you know, so, yeah, no, you're right. And um, I, I, just, I just hope that it can benefit um, people to talk with and not past each other. <laughs> hey, well, you'll really enjoy my guest after three because that's what he's talking about as well, really listening to each other and not being blind to each other. Um, yeah, do have a listen to David Brooks after three if you get a chance. Alex, meanwhile, you've been doing your own listening uh, for our podcast segment and you've been t- listening to one called Hucker Life. Yeah. Tell yep. me about this. Hucker Life. Yeah, so this is hosted by a guy named uh, Kawariki Morgan. And he's from Ngāti Hine Waikato in Rarotonga. And he's, a, um, he's been around for a while. He works in the media um, for TVNZ. He works for uh, Wakahuya. He may still do, I'm not sure. But he's a well-known tutor and composer of Ngātū Manapo, which is a, a kapahaka group and, and the former kapahaka champions of Aotearoa, the world, um, in 2019. And so this this is a podcast that he and his crew have put together. It's the only podcast that explores the world of kapahaka. And kapahaka can be described as Māori performing art. Mm. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting insight, talking with performers, composers, um, people who've been involved in the movement for, for generations now about what, what why they've why they've got involved, what they're learning, and um, yeah, it's it's a it's a great narrative or conversational podcast. And, yeah, you 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 um, and I have talked before about um, I think it was you and I were talking about some of the the commentary around the Matatini, that the idea of um, you have the event, but then it becomes really special when you have like cultural artifacts, podcasts, um, live commentary about the event, because then you get to like indulge your love of an event and hear people's thoughts on it, their hot takes, gossip, yep. really works. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. And, and Matatini is a real festival of ideas. 
yes, it's the performing, it's the it's two years running up to it, right? So these people have put everything into like thirty minutes on stage. <laughs> you know, like they're on the weekends, they're at Noho, they're spending, you know, days, hours and hours preparing. And so you bring all of those groups together, which I don't know, they're about thirty or so into one spot and it's just humming. Um, and so that was at Eden Park this year, the last one. And um, it was great because after COVID, you know, people were just hungry to get together. And um, yeah, and, and Kapaka, you know, it's been proven as a, a really good health strategy, actually. And, um, people find that getting involved in Kapahaka, whether you're at that national level or local level, school level, whatever, it really creates a sense of belonging. And people, well, new research is showing that people do better through their education when, when they're involved in Kapaka, right. regardless of your ethnicity. You know, I, I was involved in Kapaka growing up. I loved it. It taught me heaps about discipline. I'm a bit unco now, Jesse. I wouldn't jump on that stage now, but you know. Um, yeah. And and just the, I mean, they've done research around, um, not to make a direct comparison, but around say Tai Chi in in um, in I think Hong Kong was where I saw this research and and the benefits you get from Tai Chi. And part of it is the the physical health, but part of it is just the getting together with other people on a regular basis and connecting and having company and all the nourishment that provides. Totally, and that's what these these groups are about. It's revitalising the language, a sense of belonging, relationships, all of that stuff. I was in the podcast. Um, Kawariki was was speaking to one of the tutors who talked about, you know, Kapaka for us was about getting off the street, not getting into gang life. It saved our lives. You know, they talk about it in those terms. So, I mean, this is a it's a particular podcast for a particular group of people who are, have a particular passion, right? But I think that it's a, it's still a powerful art form that can teach all New Zealanders something because it's about celebrating those rich traditions of te ao Māori and, and the future of te ao and tikanga Māori and what that future might look like. And Kawariki's got a very composed, relaxed style. You know, he's funny, he's humble, it's, he has warm conversations with people and uh, the, it's mainly, well, it's actually bilingual some of the speakers only speak in te reo Māori, which, you know, if you're learning, like I am, it's good. Um, others mix between, others are only in English. So there's a good mix of uh, language use. Um, and so, yeah, check that out if you're interested in this world of kapaka, because it's only just, you know, beginning. The, the primary school comps have just completed the other month, and that was a big bang down okay. south. Good so, one. Haka yeah. life. Thank you, Alex. And then you've got the subtle art of not giving an F Yes. That's how I'm yes. going to choose to uh, share the name of your next podcast you're reviewing. Our listeners have imaginations. You know, they can, <laughs> they can connect the dots. Um, yeah, this is a guy, Mark Manson, who's he's kind of got an industry, actually. He jokes about his own industry. He's got the book that came out by this, the name of the podcast, Yep, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up. And, um, yeah, the book came out in 2016, was a bestseller on New York Times, and then the movie came out earlier this year, which was actually filmed here in Aotearoa. And really? And by New Zealander Nathan. Uh, Nathan, what's his surname? Oh, I've lost the surname. Anyway, I'll find Nathan, it. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll, you'll be Googling away. Um, so that came out this year, and he's since started this pod, and um, he's got an amazing Instagram. So, essentially, the subtle art of not giving a... Uh, is um, about, he says it's about life advice that doesn't suck. And so he has, he kind of prides himself on being cheeky, humorous, hard-hitting, 
straight up the guts, and he really is. Like, I, I really enjoyed listening to his pod. You know, and there's so many self-help podcasts and advice podcasts out there on the dub dub dubs, the World Wide Web, and um, so you kind of have to really fight to find a space. And because of the success of his book, and he's written a few other books since his first one, um, yeah, it's, he's, he's kind of he's carved out a nice space for himself. So he um, he it's a, he interviews all sorts of guests. Um, he answers reader questions. He does some solo shows as well. There's only about six that have come out, similar to Huck Life, actually. There's about six or seven. Mm. Don't quote me on that. But um, there's, uh, it's, both of these podcasts have just come out within the last few months, so they're fairly new. Um, yeah, and I just like his humor. I like some of the issues he covers. You know, like how do you end a relationship? You know, do you stay? Do you go? Where's your threshold? What's happening to technology? Is it ruining our minds? Yeah. You see, five harsh truths that will change your life, Jesse Mulligan. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there's plenty. There's plenty there. It's about relationships, happiness, wealth, ill health. And, um, yeah, any, yeah. So I'll stop there. You might want to ask questions. No, that's plenty. The subtle art of not giving an F that people can look up if they have uh, the appetite for it. Uh, the, um, the name of the director is Nathan Price. Uh, and yeah, that was an interesting collaboration. Um, oh, the, the the movie version of the book, which is now a podcast too. Alex Barnes, thanks so much. Thank you, Jesse. Go well. Thanks for all, for the for this year and for your team. You too. Kia ora. Over, over Christmas. Kia ora. Thank you.